0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Simply Mishka podcast. Man, we gotta talk. We really gotta talk. The silent majority cannot be silent anymore. Things have just gotten way too crazy in this country for the silent majority to be silent like it's just absolutely ridiculous statues are coming down people are attacking people in the streets i I just don't understand like what is going on like we need to speak up people need to use their voice they cannot be taken advantage anymore they cannot allow the things that are going on in this country to continue to go on in this country so what is the silent majority you ask okay so the definition that I got from Google, it says the silent majority, the majority of people are regarded as holding moderate opinions but rarely expressing them. Um, Wikipedia says the silent majority is an unspecified large group of people in a country or group who do not expe- express their opinions publicly. Now the whole thing of expressing it publicly, I think that's where we have an issue. Because it almost seems as if nobody is fighting back. They're just sitting by and they're standing back and they're allowing this country to get destroyed. And that's absolutely just unacceptable. Like, I know Trump, you know, he's been saying that the silent majority is going to go to the polls in November and I do believe that. I do believe that the silent majority, that, that they're going to go out to the polls. That they're going to go out to vote. But the thing is, the battle that we have up ahead of us is bigger than just reelecting Trump for another four years. Because what's going to happen when Trump leaves office? The, the at most that he can serve as president of the United States is eight years but what's going to happen after he leaves office? What's going to happen with these people? And it just seems like the Republican Party is not really doing anything. And a silent majority is, you know, staying true to their name. They're staying silent. A lot of people are scared of lo- losing their jobs. A lot of people are scared of posting anything on social media and that their voices be heard because they're being attacked by the mob. And so I was reading... Um, I've been reading the um, 1984 by George Orwell. I haven't really even gotten that far. Um, You know, I I just really just started because I'm doing the book club with Ali B. Stuckey book club that she has on her Facebook page. And so uh, the one that was on the list was 1984 by George Orwell. So that should have been very interesting. Um, It's just absolutely just weird. Um, Yeah, so I was reading this article from the National Review that was written by Dan Crenshaw, and it's called We Can't Let the Outrage Mob Win. Um, It says, in the face of far-left radicalism, we must hold the line. Every record has, has been destroyed or falsified. Every book has been rewritten. Every picture has been repainted, every statue and street and building has been renamed, every date has been altered, and that process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. I've been thinking a lot about George Orwell's chilling premonition over the past several weeks as an ever-growing number of statues, books, movies, television shows, and even food brands have been canceled by the left-wing mob. Though there is a legitimate debate to be had about Confederate symbols and statues, the mob never intended to stop there. Not even the most heroic of American figures are safe now. Not the father of our nation, George Washington. Not Civil War hero, Ulyss- Ulysses S. Grant, who delivered the death stroke to General Lee's Confederate rebellion. Not Abraham Lincoln, whom Fre- Frederick Douglass called a friend and liberator. And not Teddy Roosevelt, who in 1905 spoke of the need to secure to each man whatever his color, equality or opportunity, uh, equality of opportunity, equality of treatment before the law as americans watch this unfold many might ask am i a bad person for not joining the mob have i failed to see the racism and oppression within these long admired totems of our history the mob seems so angry and its anger must be proportionate to its righteousness right wrong to americans asking these questions you are not the problem the outrage mob is it's breathless moralizing and anger do not pretend reason or good faith but instead mask deep ignorance and malicious intent I, it's just i don't know it's just absolutely ridiculous i mean let me kind of like scroll down to another uh, part of the the article it says um the good news is that it's not too late it's never too late not so long as good and decent people remain standing and willing to do something and notice the part where it says remain standing and willing to do something there are a lot of us who love this great country believe in a promise of its founding and are keen on letting a mob and aren't keen on letting a mob rip it apart all we have to do is speak out we must hold the line and demand that our elected leaders stop allowing their cities to burn that corporate America. Stop stop caving to Twitter hordes and become complicit in the cultural destruction that our educators stop teaching our kids that America is evil. Okay, that was part of the article that was um, written by Dan, Dan Crenshaw. I'm going to include this in the episode notes. Um, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I, I, I just don't know. Like, there's just so much that's going on in this country and something has to be done. Something has to be said. Um, another um, article from the National Review, but it's by Stanley Kurtz. It's called The Silent Majority Must Sing. Um, we have gone from protests to riots, to autonomous zones, to attacks on police, to, uh, to calls to abolish the police, to the destruction of statues, to the defacing of our most sacred memorials. Who knows? Calls for the destruction, replacement, or renaming of the Washington, Monu- Washington Monument and the Jefferson and Lincoln Memorials may be next. It's time to push back on what has morphed into a comprehensive assault on America itself, but on the very conditions of social peace. Yet people are afraid to push back, chiefly because they are afraid of being called racist. The racism charge, widely expanded to cover the entire American society, is the shield behind which an an agenda of anarcho-socialist transformation now advances. No proposal is too outrageous to, fo- to float so long as opponents can be tarred as racists for rejecting it. So my main thing is, if somebody's going to call you racist and you know that you're not racist, why are you not pushing back? Because the the mere fact that some people are so scared to push back is that, do you really believe and think that you're a racist? Why why won't you push back? You do not let somebody call and accuse you of something that you are not and not push back. Like, to me, that's just absolutely ridiculous and that's very cowardly. The silent majority cannot remain silent anymore. We have to take this country back or they're going to take over. I mean, it's just ridiculous what is going on. I, I was listening to the Dan Bongino show. And um, he was talking about a lady had called 911. She was trying to to get out of the the parking lot from somewhere. And her kid was in the car with her and and protesters were blocking um, her way out. And so she called nine one one, and she was like saying, "I can somebody? Can you send somebody here? I cannot get out of this place." And the the person just told them don't told her that you know what, um, they have a they have a, the right to be there the, through city council or um they had a permit or whatever like what not. Whatnot. If you want to, you can go ahead and write a complaint into city council and she was like really like what? what what are you talking about like i need somebody here and i guess they were surrounding the car like she was in the car with her her kid and they're surrounding the car and you know and to me that's very scary can you, can you imagine as a mom and you have strangers people that you don't know like a whole bunch of them surrounding your car you have your kid in the car and you're calling 9 and they're saying that they can't come and help you i mean that is just like the whole like officers can't even do their jobs because protesters are out there just acting a hot mess and i just don't i just something has to be done now we cannot fight the same way that other people fight you know how they're going out and they're rioting and they're destroying things that's not the way that we get things done we have to find a different way how to get things done you know we have to fight back we have to Whether it's, you know, by going out and um, making sure you're looking for your local and your state and even for federal, like who you're elected into office is very important. Who you're voting for is very important. But what do we do outside of voting? You know, I feel like it's very also important... Um, to support organizations that are bold enough to, to speak out. Like if you as a person, you're not bold enough to speak out. What are the organizations that you can support that um, supports conservative values? What are the voices that you can support that supports conservative values? Like for me, my favorite organizations are Turning Point USA, um, Blexit, um and I like PragerU. Like, organizations that are out there spreading the truth, organizations that are out there doing something, um, you know, but they they need help. This is not a one-man battle. This is not a one-man fight. Like, all these conservatives, everybody, like, that really wants to see this country um, prosper and for things to, to be for the better, they have to speak up they have to like we cannot leave these this country in the hand of the democrats and the leftists and what they're trying to do and to destroy this country and destroy the history of this country like absolutely not Uh, absolutely not like i know that prayer works it does but at the same time it also says faith without works is dead faith without works is dead people need to get up and to get things going and to get things started what are they trying to implement in our schools what are they trying to teach our kids in schools you know i i am a big believer in school choice i feel like if for too long kids have had to go and you know be in schools that are failing them for what reason why should I, a kid ever be in a school that is failing them i don't see why that's why that's necessary um A kid should be able to go to whatever school that they see fit so that they're able to have a great education, not to stay in a failing school because that's a zip code that they live in. So that's the school that they have to go to. No, I don't think so. Like, for what reason? You know, for what? Like, That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, One good thing that did happen from the Supreme Court um, decision on school choice Um, So I'm reading President Trump's statement that he made on his website. Um, It says, Today's Supreme Court ruling deeming it unconstitutional to ban religious schools from receiving state aid is a victory for educational freedom, religious liberty, and families across the country. No child in America should be denied the right to high-quality education because of their zip code. While Democrats like Joe Biden oppose school choice and campaign policies that would deem children that would doom children to failing schools, President Trump has advocated for policies that allow more children to attend the school of their choice, which has especially benefited lower income and minority communities. President Trump is working to build the most inclusive economy in American history. And that begins with giving children across the country unprecedented access to a quality education and the American dream. Um, So that was written out by Ali Pardo, Trump 2020 Deputy Communications Director. And so I think I can also link this in the episode description. But I'm just, we have to... Get this started. We have to get things moving. The school choice is something that we definitely have to fight for. You know, abortion, that the, the abortion is killing so many African American babies every single year. Every single year. I think I was listening to a Charlie Kirk podcast um, this morning, and they were saying that there, I think, there are about 3,000 abortions that are done daily in this country that is a lot of abortions that is a lot of abortions like i i cannot even begin to like imagine how crazy that is and above in the top percent it's black women that are in the top category of who is getting most of the abortions and i'm just like why 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 are we killing off why are black babies being killed off like why like we have to fight for life we have to fight for the things that are important you know what i mean like black lives matter is not going to do it for you black lives matter doesn't care about black lives like if they did do you think they would go around and advocate for burning down businesses you know because african and black businesses are being affected and they're being caught in a crossfire You know burning down neighborhoods because what do you think is going to happen when you burn down those neighborhoods those businesses are going to up and leave and then those neighborhoods are going to lose jobs and they're going to end up being desolate because who's going to want to invest in those communities when everything's burned down and the businesses leave it's going to affect the minority communities what do they think they're doing. They're not helping the black community. You know what I mean? They, and it's not even just the black community. You're not helping anybody, period, by destroying the things and destroying people's livelihoods. The silent majority cannot stay silent anymore. People have to use their voices. People have to stop being afraid of cancel culture. People need to stop being afraid. Oh, my gosh, what What if I lose my job and this and that, whatever. But what's your job going to matter if the country is lost and everything is lost? What is that going to matter? Because if you don't have a, a, a job to go back to and when it's all said and done, because when they're done trying to crash the economy, when they're done trying to do all the foolishness that they're trying to do, what are we going to do? I mean, it, it, people have to think forward and ahead. Like, what is going to happen when Trump is no longer in office anymore? What are you going to do? Something has to be done. People need to start using their voices. People need to start pushing back. And we're not trying to fight the way that the left fights. We have to go out to the to vote. We have to, you know, go and advocate for causes that are important to us. We have to start speaking out and stop making it seem like these crazy people, with these crazy ideas, are in the majority. No, they're not in, ma- in the majority. They just have the loudest voices, and because they have the loudest voices, it's being made to seem like they are the majority when they are not they are not that's not what america stands for all this craziness and pulling down statues and defacing monuments and assaulting people in the streets and burning down businesses that is not the united states of the america that is not what the united states of america was founded on no nobody should be afraid that oh my gosh if i post something on my social media if i say anything that i'm going to be labeled as a racist are you racist? are you racist okay why are you being scared to be labeled by people that know nothing about you people are allowing themselves to be intimidated by by like these little wimps that literally if they were met with force they just they would run away like little wusses okay like little punks that's what what they would do like i i keep seeing these videos on twitter or um you know like when the police meet these people with force they can't help but run away but when they're being allowed to do whatever they want without any consequences what do you think is gonna happen what do you think is gonna happen you know they're they're just being going it's like a child that's like throwing a tantrum like they're just being allowed to do whatever they want and they're not being stopped they're not don't have any consequences no consequences need to be immediate and it needs to be swift so that they know that no you don't do it again you know that's one thing i've learned through teaching over the years is that when you say you're going to do something you better do it if you say that oh you're going to call their parents you better call the parents if you say that you know what i'm going to send you out of my classroom if you do that one more time you better make sure you send them out because if you Say that you're going to do this specific punishment or um, this is what what's going to happen if you do this and you don't do it. They're going to try to push the limits every single time to see how far they can push it. That's what kids do. And that's the same thing that's going on right now with Antifa. The same thing that's going on right now with all these riots and these protests. They're seeing how far they can go, how much they can push the limits. And it's just it's just crazy. So I am saying that prayer is one thing that's important. We need to come together um, as Christians and as um, the children of God and to pray for this country, to pray for the president, to pray for people that are in office, pray for your leaders. It's very important, you know. God knows everything that's going to go down. God knows everything that's going to happen. But we also have to make sure that we're doing our part. We also have to make sure that we're praying, that we're coming together in unity. We also have to be careful about who are we voting for, who are we putting in office. People need to vote according to their values and their morals and their principles. Not according to, oh, I have to vote Democrat. I have to, Or I have to vote Republican. I have to vote for a specific party. No, you need to look at the candidates. You need to see, do these people... Do what they stand for does it align with my values? Is that something that would va- add value to me and to my family? Is it something, how would it affect the future, my future? How would it affect um, my kids' futures? You have to think about things like that. You cannot be short sighted. Now is not the time to be short sighted. We have to look to the future like, how are these policies and, and how are the decisions that are made in, in the Supreme Court? how are these different things going to affect us in the long run how are they going to affect you in the long run that's something that people have to think about it it has to be thought about because what happens if we're just being willy-nilly laying standing by the, the sidelines and just letting things happen the devil is always working. He's always busy. was always out there getting stuff. Everybody else might be lazy, but the devil ain't lazy. He would love for everybody else to be lazy. He would love for everybody else to be passive because he knows that he's always out there working and doing something. He's always out there trying to be plotting and scheming, scheming and plotting, trying to wreak havoc in people's life. He's roaming the earth seeking. He's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Like we gotta be on top of things. We have to get things done. The silent majority needs to grow a pair, and like grow a spine, and get things done. Stand up for this country, and don't let these people that are just they want to dismantle and destroy this this country. Don't let them do it. Don't let them do it. Stand up for the police officers that are putting their lives on the line, because blue lives matter. The whole defund of the police, that's absolutely ridiculous. Can you believe this? That, you know, they want to defund the police, but then they want to pay, pay, um, use taxpayer money to, to pay for their personal security. So um they're able to get personal security. They're able to be protected, but are, the everyday citizens that are paying taxes cannot be protected because they want to defund the police. Are you kidding me right now? really it just doesn't make any sense you know the silent majority has to speak up the silent majority gotta you know gotta has to speak up has to like we cannot stand by anymore and let these things happen we can't we we have to speak up and you know that's just something that i I wanted to talk about something that i wanted to get off of my chest like we just we can't be silent anymore. Something has to be done. Trump is he, he can't do it by himself. He can't. Because we have to think about what's gonna happen when he leaves office. We we need to have a country that will that at the end, when it's all said and done, when he leaves office, there needs to be in an America that still remains. You know what I mean? So I, I just don't be scared of people. Don't a lot of these people they're 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 actual wimps. Like if you fight back and you push back, like they're gonna stand down because they're cowards. The only reason why they seem bigger than they are is because nobody's fighting back. You know, people that you start fighting back, fight for this country, fight for your rights. Don't so easily give up your rights. Don't do it. Don't do it. And so that's really all I had to say. Um for today I just I just really want the silent majority to wake up and to get things done. Um but next week on Tuesday is gonna be the episode um about yoga. I'm like, you know what, I might as well just set a specific date that way I know I, I need to meet this specific deadline and to get it done. So I've been watching all these different videos, whether it's from Doreen Virtue, um, from Steven Bankers. Uh, did I say it right? Bankers. Steven Bankers. Um, I listened to his episode that he did with Ali B. Stucky on her po- podcast. Um, I've been watching his videos on his YouTube channel. I've been reading Jessica Smith's book about yoga. Um, and I feel like but the different things I've been watching and reading, I feel like I have enough information to make the episode and to make it a great episode and to have people to be informed and of course um when I do the episode I'm going to include like all of my resources and my links and the videos that I watch so that people can go and watch it and listen to it for themselves to form their own opinions um but that's all I really have to say for um today's episode and you know I'm just going to close it off here so until next time this is Mishka and this is a Simply Mishka podcast bye (music)